With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's going on? You know who this is. It's Keyshawn Johnson. Welcome to my new episode of this show, which is my show, Undisputed, presents All Facts, No Breaks podcast. Joining us today is a Super Bowl champion, the 2012 NFL receiving touchdown leader. That means he was putting a lot of six-packs <laughs> on a lot of different people's heads. And he is also the host of Speak on FS1. It's James Jones. What's happening, What's man? What's going on, my brother? Appreciate oh, man, you just, me, man. just yes, sir. good to have another fellow wide out you next to me. You already know it. You already know You know, it. and then I got my son, <laughs> yes, sir. Keyshawn Jr., even yeah. though he's not a junior because my first name is Joseph. For yeah. some reason, it just became Keyshawn Jr. with all that's a, everybody in the <laughs> that, community. That's how it is. He's he, yeah. he your young fella, so he's a junior and everybody out. But he's going to join us today and, and moderate and throw questions at us so we all can good. answer them and whatnot. But everything's good? Man, everything good, man. Shoot, coming off this division around weekend when I was rooting for Lamar and the Detroit Lions, man. So, you know, both them fell a little short, man. But it's all good, man. You know, I, I was rooting for Lamar, but yeah. not against Patrick. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah I know what you're I'm, I'm rooting for yeah. Lamar. But you wanted to see Patrick but I, that I wanted yeah. to see Lamar get his, but then in the end, I win either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I win either way. You, you, you know? wanted to see Lamar ball out. You wanted to see him go to work, but you you wasn't mad if Patrick got to Because of the narratives, James. The yeah. narratives is obviously Lamar won't be able to get it done. He no can't question. get it done. Yeah. See, he should go play another position. Yeah. All of that. All of I just it. want to just yeah. get rid of that. Yeah. And he would have been able to get rid of those narratives. Although there's other people that played that position in the playoffs that went yeah. two and four. And I'm sure we're going to talk about that at some point no in time. No question. Yeah. <laughs> no question. No, I wanted it for him too, man. Just, just, he wasn't himself though, man. He tried to, to me, he tried to play like Patty. He yeah, tried to stand that's what in the happens. pocket and play like Patrick But that's Mahomes, what happens. But that's not what you're great at, man. I know, you're but that's what running. happens, though. You know, when you look across the field from somebody that does the same thing you do, you get caught up in psychologically, I got to duplicate. Outdo him. Plus, yeah. the public is, he needs to throw more. He needs yeah. to throw more. He needs to throw more. Instead of him just saying... Man, I'm just to do what I'm I do that got us here. I'm finna do what I do to what got us here, and I'm gonna get us to the Super Bowl, and then they can say all they want to say about me right Absolutely. That, but I win it. Then we're gonna have some teams out here saying maybe we might need some more quarterbacks. Exactly. Lamar. You know? Yeah. Well, starting the show off with the segment we like to call facts or fiction. Nick Wright, the leader of the Patrick McCombs fan club, had this to say about the quarterback <laughs> on Twitter following championship weekend. Quote, Patrick Mahomes, who is the greatest come-from-behind quarterback in playoff history and last year won a Super Bowl on one leg, is now unequivocally the greatest underdog in sports history. 10-1-1 against the spread and 9-3 and straight up as the underdog. James, let's start off with you. Facts or fiction? Is Mahomes the greatest underdog in sports history? <laughs> 
Man, this is fiction right here, man. I don't, I don't even view Patrick Mahomes as an underdog fiction. in any game uh, that he plays in. And I know Patrick Mahomes, you know, is so-called by the Vegas odds and all that, an underdog. But I'm sure it's a lot of people is not surprised Patrick Mahomes is in this game with how good Patrick Mahomes is. So right. uh, I ain't saying he an underdog, greatest underdog quarterback of all time. No, that's some quarterbacks that we really don't believe in down there. We all believe in Patty. How are you going to be an underdog? Two-time two MVP, uh-huh. six straight AFC championship six of them. games. What else? What else he got on his two resume? Two Super Bowl MVPs. Two Super Bowl MVPs, three trips <laughs> yep. to the Super Bowl, four in the last five years. How the hell are you a damn underdog? He's just going off of Vegas numbers. That's yeah, but I'm not listening to yeah, Vegas. That's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm if you know Patrick eyes. Mahomes, he ain't no underdog in nobody's eyes. Yeah, that is, yep. in the end... Although I picked Baltimore, but I picked Baltimore with my heart because of Lamar, yeah. not my brains, knowing that it just felt like the moment that everybody was going to say Patrick Mahomes and it was finished, they was done, they the number three seed, look at them, they're trending yeah. in a certain direction, they was going to pop Buffalo, yeah. exactly what they did. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you, see, you, still, you saw exactly what they did to Miami, which we knew that yeah, was going to yeah, go down yeah, the that, way it did. Miami ain't want that. Then game. they handled Buffalo. Yeah. But you couldn't possibly have thought that they was going to walk in and lay down yeah. in Baltimore. It just wasn't, it was not going to happen. Yeah, and for me, I done, I done play with some great quarterbacks, the Aaron Rodgers, the Brett Favre. You ain't never an underdog when you got a great one. And the Vegas numbers and all that, and I know what Nick Wright is, Wright is going off of uh, Patty Mahomes out there. Ain't Nick Wright high. Surprised. Ain't nobody <laughs> Nick, surprised. Nick Wright need to be drug Patty tested. in this Super Bowl. <laughs> you need to be drug tested for real, though. Because if he thinks that Patrick Mahomes is ever an underdog, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I know what Vegas is saying, but yeah. that's based on money coming in yeah. on betting on the teams. No doubt. When the Vegas people are looking at their quarterback and looking at the quarterback across from him, ain't no way in the world. Yeah. And I understand what he's saying, too, because, I mean, Lamar about to win MVP. Baltimore got number one defense in football. They are the better team on paper. But on paper, don't mean nothing, as we know, Keyshawn. And when you try they out really, there, But were they really the better team on paper? I believe so. They had everything. Number one defense in football. Better defense than but the Chiefs. Remember, Even though the Chiefs paper, defense though. is really good. But remember, that's on paper. But they, they put that on the field, though. Sacks, yeah. they was number they one did, in sacks. They did. Takeaways, third down defense. They did. They, you know put it on, no, they put it out on the field. Even to shut Patty out in the second half. They didn't score. Yeah. Lamar I mean, I, just I, I guess. just get his job done, man. I, I guess. I just, I'm more, I never really been a statistical guy. No question. You know what I'm saying? Because statistics yeah. are lied to you in a heartbeat. Quick and in a hurry. Think about it. Yeah. You know, they are lied to you in a heartbeat. How many How many dudes went before you in the draft? Six foot four, Man. 200 plus pounds, run four three. Them dudes can't play dead they, in the Cowboy can't play, not football players. Not football. Yep. So you, I oh, just yeah. can't look at numbers. No, I'm with you on that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, let's stick with Mahomes. Take a listen to what Colin Coward had to say on The Herd. I will never doubt Patrick Mahomes again. For the first time ever, and though Brady was great, I never really thought this when I was watching. 
But I saw something yesterday, and I thought, sitting on my couch, I'm watching the greatest football player that's ever played. I didn't see Jim Brown. It's not about points. I'm watching the greatest football player I've ever seen in Patrick Mahomes. It was like Tiger in the red shirt. Final hole, final final round at the Masters. It was MJ when challenged, backed into a corner at game six. It's like a level above great. I think it's called historic. Dad, let's go to you first. Is Colin spitting facts or fiction here? I, I would see, I'm going to say fiction again. The reason I'm going to say fiction, because there's been great players all over the place. Yeah. And had he said the greatest quarterback yeah. that he's ever seen, then I would go, okay. But as far as the greatest player that yeah. I've ever seen, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, ever, yeah. is Derrick Brooks. My linebacker oh, you, you in Tampa Derek Bay. Brooks in Tampa, yeah, Derek that, Brooks. That's, that's the greatest football player that yeah. I've ever played with and have ever seen mm -hmm. play and play a position so flawless yeah. that you would just be like, unbelievable. Yeah. He going to call it out when he see it. Yeah. Oh, he getting ready to run a stick route. I got that. No Don't doubt. even worry about that. Boom, to the house, yeah. six-pack. I mean, it's just his brain, his thought process – his understanding of formations and what a team is getting ready to do. And to be a smaller linebacker, he wasn't a 6'4", 260 linebacker. Yeah, yeah. He was Debo probably more in the 6'2", 235 range. Yeah, running, though. Sideline to sideline. Sideline to sideline. It was going to pack a punch. Yeah. Okay, I can tell you this right now. Torrey Holt still got ice on his jaw. Yeah. Okay? And Torrey Holt is a Hall of Famer. No doubt. He still got ice on his jaw. So... I, I get what he's saying because he yeah. plays a quarterback position, but when I look at players, yeah. you know, I didn't see Jim Brown and O.J. Simpson and none of them dudes play, but I saw 55 play, yeah. and when he was on the field, James, I'm yeah. telling you, no it was different. Yeah, and it, it's, it's always an argument for greatest player, you know what I mean? Because dudes come up in different eras. Yeah. Dudes play with different players. Like, I believe in my, in my two eyes, the greatest football player I ever seen was Charles Woodson. There you go. Like, see? I, I, I seen C. Wood sit in the training room for a whole year and come out there and win defensive player of the year. Just watch film, getting his ankles iced up and come out there and ball out. But dude was so smart and so talented. And in my eyes, he's the greatest football player that I, I've ever seen play the game. And I don't play with some special football players. But I kind of understand what Colin is saying, man, because Patty Mo you can talk about a lot of quarterbacks, Key, and you can say, man, I remember that bad play he made. Yeah. Oh, he fumbled. Like, in the playoffs, we really can't touch on a bad play that Patrick Mahomes has made. If it's if we touch on a play with Patrick Mahomes, it's like, hey man, the receivers got to come down with that. Are you? But it's never like, man, like he got strip sacked. He got like he always makes the right. Even play if you in the go, playoffs. even if you go into the Super Bowl that he lost to Tampa Bay, we can point to he really didn't have an offensive no, line. No, he was running and for if his it, life. If his offensive line was intact, that might have been a different. No game. doubt, he was he was running for his life. But Pat Patty Mahomes is absolutely special to me. This is his greatest run, man. Like I had. Him buried. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, I see what I seen the receivers dropping balls. I, I even forget the receivers even dropping balls because Donald Driver always told me, You watch me play long enough, you're gonna see me drop another one. 100%. So that, that, but just the chemistry you got receivers running goal balls, bending it in, Patty throwing it there. You got receivers running corner routes, he want them to keep it high, they flattened it off. It was, and when they was going through that slump of lost to the Raiders, lost to the Broncos, like 
They just was not looking good. I did not expect him to be at but this see, game, so I'm with him when I say I would never doubt Patty again. Man. I, I was always a believer because the tournament. Yeah. All you got to do is get in. That's it. And get if hot you get in at the right time, and your matchup is right, yep. it's a different situation. No question. Their matchup was right. And they get, get they Miami they win it. They get a warm weather team in Florida that has no pass rush anymore. Mm-hmm. Jalen Phillips gone. Um, Chubb gone. Chubb, Chubb gone. Yep. Xavier Howard banged up. So now you slide them to the cold. Yeah. You figure they're going to pop them. I never was a believer in Josh Allen and Buffalo. Yeah, Josh Allen on and that And their defense was decimated. Yeah. So it's like, okay, they're going to go into Buffalo. They're going to win that one. And then you're like, once he go to Baltimore, dude probably going to come out on top. Yeah, and he did. And, and he, he did. did. It's impressive, man. It's impressive to watch. He did. Well, so what do you think it would take to surpass Brady for Mahomes? Ooh. The past break. See, you can't really. Brady's legacy's already done. There's nothing Brady, there's nothing Patrick Mahomes could do to pass Brady. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing, well, Brady's retired, but there's nothing that Brady has done that you take away from Patrick Mahomes because you could do it a lot of different yeah. ways. We could have this argument or this conversation about Patrick Mahomes been in six straight AFC championship yeah. games. He's got two MVPs in his sixth season in the NFL, two MVPs on the Super Bowl. We can start playing this, and then we go to Brady, and we go, well, Brady never did that in his first six years. Yeah. He, he won three Super Bowls. Yeah. But then those three Super Bowls was all about the defense and the dink and dunk and the field goal. It wasn't about yeah. It wasn't about the Super Bowls like Patrick Mahomes. They're in the position because of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say that about Brady in his first couple yeah. Super Bowls. They was in the position because of the coaching yeah. and because of the defense. Yeah. That's why I can't get into this, he's going to pass him as the GOAT and this, that, and the other because in the end... You're going to have an argument where Brady went to Tampa Bay and he yeah. landed in the perfect spot. Yeah. Did he really win the Super Bowl yeah. or was it really the defense? I just like to enjoy all yeah. great players no rather doubt. than try to pit them against each other. Now, I'm with you on that, man. I, you know, I say the same thing about LeBron. Like, you want to compare him to MJ? Let's just enjoy him playing. But with Patty Mahomes, usually you think like a great player has to pass another great player in championships or something to be considered as the GOAT. I don't think that's necessarily has to be done with Patty. I think if Patty can get four Super Bowls and mess around and have three or four Super Bowl MVPs, and with our eyeballs, we've seen him look different than Tom Brady on the field. When I talk about an athletic standpoint of these no-look passes and all that, I think people are going to start putting Patrick Mahomes in front of Tom Brady from that standpoint because I think a lot of people feel like Patrick Mahomes is more of a talent at the quarterback position than Brady. And with the talent, now he has the numbers and the Super Bowls to kind of get up there and compete with with Brady. The reason why Brady's the GOAT is not talent-wise. He's the GOAT because of the things that he's accomplished. Yeah. Is he a talented football player? Absolutely. But the things he accomplished, seven Super Bowls, and we know yeah. how hard it is to Set, get what to he got? one. Set, seven Super Bowls, five Super Bowl MVPs, you know what and I'm three saying? NFL yeah, MVPs. Yeah, like that's, 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 that's so hard to do. But I think if, if Patty can get to four Super Bowls and three or four Super Bowl MVPs, I think people are going to start labeling Patrick Mahomes. Well, no, this is his fourth Super Bowl. This is his fourth Super Bowl. It'll be his third ring, though. Oh, you mean if he can get four Four rings? rings. If he can get four rings and Brady has seven, but with your own two eyes, a lot of people believe he's a better football player than Tom Brady. Talent-wise, I think he's going to be up in that GOAT conversation and possibly pass. I ain't never played with no one like him, so... 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. You was I played in 11 years. I think I had 18 different quarterbacks. Actually, you like Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald was like, yeah, I done played with you. Yeah, I, yeah, I had, <laughs> yeah, I had I was, a lot of dudes that... I was, I was blessed, man. I was yeah, blessed. I... You know, it's so interesting because when I got traded to Tampa Bay, I actually... Could have gone to Green Bay, but I said no. Yeah, okay. I didn't want to. I just didn't want that cold. I didn't want the cold. I didn't want the environment. Yeah, I'm a yeah. city kid. I yeah. want, oh, yeah, you know, I need me. to be down in Tampa near hey. Miami. I need to be able to yeah. get to it. Yeah, you know I, what I'm saying? On my off day. Hey, I walked into Green Bay, man. I landed in the Green Bay, seen nothing, seen a three legged deer running. I said, Where I'm at, man? No, I'm good. <laughs> I was good when they told me, you, when, when Parcells was like, Well, you know, Green Bay, I think that's going to be. I said, Man, I, I'm not going to Green Bay. I'll, <laughs> I told him, I did. True story. I yeah. said, I will sit at home. Yeah. Come in at 300 pounds, get my accredited season with six games to go, yep. and then y'all got to trade me. Now what? Yeah. He's I like, oh, I want to go to the G. <laughs> <laughs> no, and they have Favre too. Yeah, I just Favre didn't. Was, I just, yeah. that wasn't me, man. I'm I couldn't do it. I'm with you, man. It ain't, it ain't a city no, life. It's a small uh, uh. town. It's cold. Nope. Yeah. Well, I want to stay on the Brady comparison a little bit. Harry, Harry Douglas chimed in on 15 catching TV 12. Watch this. I think when you look at the trajectory that Patrick Mahomes is on, yes, I don't think it's going to take seven Super Bowls for him to surpass Tom Brady as the GOAT. I don't do I this. really don't. You know what you're doing. I, I, you're doing the I, LeBron thing right it, now. I have I sat like there it. on the NBA <laughs> and listened to this. LeBron doesn't need oh, six Lord. rings to catch up with Michael. How many will it take? This is becoming the LeBron-Michael Listen to me, Greeny. In his first season, Patrick Mahomes as a starter, the man threw for 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns. Right. Tom Brady didn't eclipse a 5,000-yard season till later in his career. Right. Mark. Patrick Mahomes has two in his first, first five years as a starting quarterback, along with two years in his first five years with single-digit interceptions. Two MVPs, two Super Bowls, yeah. five straight AFC, yeah. AFC championship appearances. James, you kind of chimed in on this already, but yeah. is this becoming the new LeBron versus Jordan debate in the NFL? It is and it isn't. I think it's different than the LeBron-Jordan debate because we've seen how special Mike was on the court. And I think that's what changed. Like, we've seen Mike flying and fadeaways and all this type of stuff, and we've seen dudes modeling their game after Michael Jordan. We don't really see dudes modeling their game after LeBron James, right? We are going to see young kids out there modeling their game after Patrick Mahomes. You don't really see kids modeling their, modeling their game after Tom Brady. He was a really good pocket passer. He wasn't a scrambler. He could put the ball anywhere he wanted to put the ball, but the special plays and the wild plays and all that, you get so much more of that from Patrick Mahomes. And I feel like that's why it's hard for LeBron to catch Mike and he's going to need those championships because we got that wild stuff for Mike. Yeah, We've seen a lot of that wild stuff for Mike. So that's why I think people think like Patrick Mahomes does not have to pass him in Super Bowls because they think he's a better talent at the quarterback spot. We don't think LeBron James is more talented than LeBron James. At least not me from what I've seen Michael Jordan do. Well, it... You, you the, the conversation, the barbershop talk is always going to be comparing Michael Jordan to LeBron James. Six championships to 11 or 10 or 11 appearances, yeah. but Michael never lost. LeBron has lost, but Michael never got there prior to yeah. getting Scottie Pippen. Those conversations going to always come up, and you write about one thing. People model their game after Michael Jordan, whether it was Kobe Bryant or yeah. whoever, 
would stick out their tongue. It could have been Harold Minor. Yeah. It could have been any of them dudes. It could have been me walking around with a knee brace on, knee sleeve on, wasn't nothing wrong with my damn knee, Man. but I just wanted to be like Mike. That's it. So I get that. Patrick Mahomes, on the other hand, he may not need the seven or eight Super Bowls to in people's mind to surpass him yeah. because he is a different talent. That's it. It's just a different... It's a different wild factor to it. You can look at Caleb Williams from USC. There are comparisons already mm -hmm. with Caleb and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. People are like, oh, you got the next. Well, you're going to have the next one. You're going to have the next one. look for the next Patty. And as I said to you before, when you look at the beginning of Patrick Mahomes' career versus Brady, I'm just talking about the six seasons. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes has outdueled him already. Brady didn't have no MVPs, yeah. none of that. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes has done that already. But in the end, I'm just going to enjoy both of them. Yeah. I'm not going to really try to say what Patrick Mahomes is going to surpass Brady because then there are going to be people out there that say that's not the case because one dude only got four yeah. and another dude been the and team. And that's when you just got, you just, you know, you can't, but you got to go, argue that I right. think it's, a lot, you can, still you, young. but you can argue it too though because of the eyeball test. Yeah. Just like when people say, who's the greatest running back of all time? 90% of people don't say Emmitt Smith. Emmitt Smith got the most rushing yards in the history of the league. But you hear people saying Barry Sanders, Jim Brown, because of the way it looked, it looked different. No, it looked different. You know what I I'm play, saying? I played against Barry Yeah, it, it just end. looked different. So I think that's that's what we're dealing with with Patty. It looks totally different at the quarterback position than it looked with Tom Brady. Even though Tom Brady had a lot of success yeah. and Tom Brady is the greatest yeah. of all time right now, it looked different because the way Patty is doing it. It almost and, feels like... Oh, it, my yeah, No, it almost feels like uh, they did with you. Look at the Matt Castle factor Man. when they won those 10 11 games. Yeah. You were like, well, you know, I <laughs> nope. get it. No, I understand. Yeah, it. Patty is. I understand yeah. it. Patty's different. Well, Dad, we know you picked a Lamar to advance to the Super Bowl, but he couldn't get it done. The internet is now calling the Ravens quarterback a postseason choke job. <sighs> Taking a look at this NFL meme that's been trending. The herd. Jason McIntyre even went as far as to compare Lamar to James Harden. Take a listen to this. This analogy, Lamar Jackson is James Harden, an unbelievable regular season player who's utterly dominant, puts up massive stats, yeah. MVP, you know, highlights every night, and he gets to the playoffs and he comes. Hmm. James, is the internet overreacting to this? Oh, man. I want to say yes, but I think Lamar has done this to himself, man. Lamar just does not show up in the playoffs. And it sucks because I'm a Lamar Jackson fan. I root for Lamar. I picked him to win this game against Patty, too. But he just did not show up, and he hasn't showed up in the playoffs. I mean, he's 2-4 and four in the playoffs. Uh, I mean, he's a superstar MVP, unanimous MVP quarterback, and he is – not getting it done in the postseason, man. man what you, type of car is that? And you see other dudes <laughs> getting it done in the postseason. It's just tough, man, you know, because I, I I root for Lamar, but I can't even be mad at people reacting like that, man, because that's what Lamar is showing us in the playoffs. What, was, what kind of car was that? I don't know, man. That was an old school Toyota or something, man. I don't know what that was. I know the I know first one was a Lamborghini, yeah, but Lambo what is that? And I, that's a little yeah, Nissan or something. Or something. <laughs> it looks like a Suzuki or some yeah. sort of... A little Something two, like a little that. Two-seater. They saying that's Lamar, man. Dang. <laughs> well, I mean, you can say that again. You can say that about a lot of quarterbacks. No I could, I could literally, if I, if I had the time to do the research, I could find many quarterbacks, no and not only quarterbacks. I could find many people at other positions mm -hmm. that had multiple playoff appearances yep. and disappeared. No question. Okay, witness protection. Yep. 
But because he's a quarterback and he's Lamar Jackson and he got the 300 million and all of that, this is part of it. This That's is it. why I wanted him to win so bad. No question. Because the first thing people are gonna start doing, they're gonna start comparing him to guys that failed. Yep. Okay? That's what they're gonna start That's doing. It. That's what they are. They go, they, they done already forgot about uh uh, uh Josh Allen. They done forgot about him. Forgot about they him done folk now, now that seeing button that they was looking to push last week, they pushed it this week. Boom, yep. seeing. That they was couldn't wait to they sit there. Yeah. The story was already written. Yeah. They just hadn't pushed seeing mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Yes, has he? Can I defend him? No, I can't because can't. the record speaks for itself. It. He has played poorly. There's no question about it. But at the same time, I go and I look at it. I say, look, man, he's still young. Yes, he is. His runway is long. Oh, yeah, he's still got If you're talking to me three years from now yeah. and this is still happening, now I got, now yeah. it's like, well, man, maybe yeah. it just ain't going to never happen. Maybe yeah. he's just that guy that is never going to happen. And we've seen great quarterbacks be put in this situation. We watch Peyton Manning. Let's not forget Peyton about Manning that. Let's not let's early. not act like Peyton Manning wasn't two and four once yeah. upon a time. Yeah. And then eventually, it popped no for him, and then he started to win yeah. games. And many of those losses, he had the one in the two C. Yeah. People don't. Yeah. They want to try to act like they no, don't see that or know that. Yeah. Stop it with me, because no, no, I'll no. get to digging yeah, yeah. shit up on. No, it's very true. Peyton Manning was terrible in the playoffs. Terrible. His first his first couple years in, in the National Football League. But that's the thing, man. Lamar Jackson, you know, I think it's so many eyeballs on him because of the style of quarterback he is. He's yeah. a run first quarterback. Not right? a snack, crackle, pop. You know what I mean? He ain't one, two, three, four, five ball out, one, two, three ball out. So he plays a quarterback position different. And for years and years and years, everybody's always said that this quarterback, this style of quarterback can't win a Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts got there last year on this style of quarterback. Not as, as high as the level as Lamar Jackson does it, but he's a runner. He almost won it. They just fumble. And he got almost him. got it done in the Super Bowl, but I think that's what everybody's saying now, too. Lamar Jackson, he's a runner. You need a thrower at the quarterback spot, you know, to win in the playoffs and all that. That's why I was truly disappointed because Lamar got off of his game. But you know, you but you know the, the, the crazy narrative about running quarterbacks that never won Super Bowl? What you think Steve Young was? A running quarterback. A running quarterback. They, but they forget about yeah. all see, I'm I, I got too much stuff yeah. in my brain. You ain't gonna fool me. But it just looked different yeah. with Lamar. That's the only. Yeah, thing. it looked different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but at the but same time, run. Steve yeah. Young led the league yeah. in rushing as a quarterback. Not like, only that. Come on now. Not only that. Like you, a lot of people are looking for these mobile quarterbacks now. Exactly. Yeah, you want a mobile quarterback that can throw. But Russell Wilson was a mobile quarterback and, and a Patrick running Mahomes quarterback. is a mobile Mahomes quarterback. Makes some of his biggest plays getting outside the pocket. So it's just Lamar Jackson when he gets out the side of, outside the pocket, he looked like Barry. Sanders. They was wait. They was waiting on this Keyshawn. <laughs> they was. They was. <laughs> well, let's let's talk Brock Purdy, game manager or game winner. Ooh. You already know your Fox Sports 1 co-host, Richard Sherman, took his Purdy victory lap saying, quote, wait a minute, Brock Purdy to the Super Bowl? Game manager? No, game winner. If you are a Brock Purdy hater, make sure you turn away. Get Up's Ryan Clark shared similar sentiments, asserting that Purdy separated himself from Tua, Dak, Cousins, and Herbert. So this begs the question, is Mr. Irrelevant now an elite quarterback? Mm. Well, look, man. <laughs> He's perfect for what San Francisco is doing. Great, great for the system. Yeah. He's great for what they do. All quarterbacks play in systems. Mm -hmm. We all do. Some people thrive in certain situations better than others. 
And in this situation, he certainly is good for San Francisco. However, there is nothing wrong with being a manager. I, in fact, yeah. I want you to be a manager. I don't want you to be a gunslinger in the Super Bowl, yeah. into the playoffs. I don't need you throwing the ball to the other team with the other uniform on. <laughs> no I need you to be 20 or 26, 215 yards, two touchdowns, and a one-yard sneak at the goal line. Yeah. That's the goal. That's all I care about. But people get so sensitive about these things. I can look at Trent Dilford. Mm -hmm. Great defense. Trent Dilford was something like 12 or 36, 160 yards in a touchdown, and won the damn Super Bowl. My own quarterback mm -hmm. in Brad Johnson, with a great defense. I think we got four or five Hall of Famers on our defense. Man threw two touchdowns in the Super Bowl, man. The dude was efficient. Yeah. But people just, the word, when you look at Tom Brady, for instance, Tom Brady lost two Super Bowls with a combined 900 and something yards in the air. Lost two Super yeah, Bowls. Yeah. Two of them throwing the ball all over the place. Yeah. So who do you want? I want a guy that's going to yeah. manage me to a Super Bowl yeah. victory. Yeah, and I mean, as I was watching that game uh, the other night, Game manager clearly went out the window because, and the reason why I say that is because he made plays off script. Everybody's been waiting on him to say, man, Cal Shanahan is dialing up all these special plays. Like, it's an answer to every coverage with the ball out. They won that game because Brock Purdy made six, seven off script plays, which plays that... Jimmy G would not make, and Jimmy G was a game manager. So I don't want to put him in the game manager because I did have him in that in the game manager. Like everything has to be right. Debo got to be healthy. Trent got to be healthy. McCaffrey got to be healthy. He can't be playing from behind. I said all that too. But watching that game against the Packers, him go down there and make some all scripted plays to win that game on the last drive, and then last last the other night for him to be down 17 points. Terrible first half, but in the second half, the young fella did not make a bad play. The only bad throw he had in the second half was a tip ball that should have been picked that Brandon Ayuk caught. Actually, that wasn't even a bad throw. You it know just a DB yeah, the was DB just seen the ball, and he throw. went and made a play on the ball. But you know what I'm saying? That ball could have been picked. People could be looking like, okay, that's a bad decision. But Brandon Ayuk made the play. Other than that, with his legs, with his arms throwing across his body, like if that if if we just switched the uniforms coming down from 17, and that was Patrick Mahomes, everybody will be losing their mind right now. Patrick Mahomes, third and fourth, throw the ball across his body, one-hand catch by Jennings, what a great play. Patrick Mahomes escaping out of the pocket, third and 12, picking up the first down, come back down from, we'll be praising him. So I don't really view him as a game manager no more, seeing how the young fella played and got outside the pocket. Is he in a really good system? We all know that's true, yes. But he made some plays off script that was special, and I'm going to give Brock Purdy his respect. there's nothing wrong with being no called a game no, manager. No, it ain't. That's why people, they, they, they want to make it sound as if it's, like, detrimental to his win. career Win the game. Win the like game. Like, he winning the game. Yep. I don't... Because if Lamar Jackson won and he had 100 yards passing and 50 yards rushing, we'd be sitting up here saying Lamar Jackson could get it done. I bet you I bet you one thing I could surely say this. Kyle Shanahan would rather have Brock Purdy right now than Josh Allen. Ooh. They tried to go get a Josh Allen. Yeah, they, they did tried with Trey Lance. With yeah. Trey Lance. Guess what he sat there and looked at that and said, yeah, that's probably a mistake on us. We, mm. we, we messed this up. Moved on from him. Took Mr. Irrelevant. Now he finds himself in his second Super Bowl as a head coach. Mm -hmm. I mean, how could you complain? No question. You can't complain. Brock Purdy got him there. Well, do you think he's a top 10 quarterback at Ooh. least? 
But see, that's a different conversation, though, yeah. Keyshawn. Because when you say top team quarterback, can can what Brock Purdy can he go to Carolina? Carolina, and all of a sudden Carolina no. looks like a different team. Let's Arizona, see. Let's yeah, see. Like Let's see. Dude. Yeah, Arizona. So we got Patty. We got Josh. We got, we got Bur- Patrick, Lamar, Burrow, Josh, Lamar, Burrow, Herbert, Herbert, Dak, Dak. Um, some people you would argue probably to get him in the top ten. Jared Goff is up there. Jared Goff, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence. That's eight. You know, if you really, if you, if you, Jalen Hurts, even though he had Jaylen a, Hurts even though he is, didn't play yeah. all that great this year, but he's been in three straight playoffs appearances, a Super Bowl since he's been the starter. Um, who else are we thinking about? Let me think of somebody else. Matthew Stafford. Yeah, Matthew Stafford. I, I, I'm, I'm a Matthew so, Stafford. So, yeah, I don't, I don't you have, can him, argue I don't have him, him being in the, the team. top 10, but it's going to be tough. You can argue. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you, you can certainly yeah. argue yeah, it all day long because yeah. we didn't even mention Aaron Rodgers because he didn't play. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And Aaron would be in there. Okay, let's move on to the Lions' loss. <laughs> Head coach Dan Campbell said in his presser that, quote, this may have been our only shot. Dad, let's play back something you said on Undisputed. I tell you what my old coach Bill Parcells always would say. It's one of the things he always said. Take advantage of this situation because you may never, ever get back Mm. to this point again in your career. And Dan acknowledged that after the game. But he said, there's also a good chance we will be back next year because what else are you going to say? They got a great young nucleus of players, man. Put it this way. That young nucleus keep everybody in check and make sure everybody works like they That's all fine and dandy. I played the AFC championship game, and it took me forever to get back to another championship (laughs) game before eventually going to the Super Bowl. From a player's perspective, do you guys like or dislike your head coach keeping it real about the team's chances to get back to a title game? Oh, no, I I totally like you keeping it real on both sides because, yeah. like I said, I've been in that situation. Mm-hmm. Dan Dan played with me in Dallas. He didn't play with me in, in the Jets when we went to the AFC Championship game. But one of the things that I remember the night before the game is, is Bill saying to me on the sidebar, mm-hmm. Do everything you can. Yeah. Because guess what? Yeah. If it don't go the way you want it to, mm-hmm. you may never, no doubt. ever no doubt. play in an AFC championship yeah. game. There are people that played in the league that are in the Hall of Fame. No question. That have never played in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. that has never played in a championship game, let alone the divisional playoff game. Yeah. There are people that yeah. were great no doubt. individuals at doing this. So, yeah, you got you to gotta take that man. man. But if Dan coached the way he coached, then they ain't going to get back any damn way. Because yeah. he he lost the game he for them. He lost the game for them. With nobody saying yes. Nobody. And, that, and that's my thing. Like, I'm cool with it, and I'm not cool with it. Because, Coach, like, we've we been going forward on fourth down all during the season. Mm-hmm. But we're in the biggest game of our life. Exactly. At one point in your life, we've all been in situations to where, like, oh, okay, I won doing this stuff last time. But I can't do do this again and jeopardize losing this game. If he wanted to win that football game and you know that there's not a chance that you are going to get back here, you go up 17 points. For the world, when he could have not even Not even 17 points before the half. Fourth and two. You kicked the field goal. You double thought in your mind before the half. You you originally was going to go for it. Then you... Yeah. uh, 
uh, uh, psyched yourself yeah. out, faked yourself out. And which then, I'm, which I'm, which I'm glad he did. Go up three score. Key. Go. If he takes the field goal, no, nah, but he should. You it at is, that point though. What I'm saying though, James, is demoralizing. If I think about it, twenty eight to seven. If it's twenty eight to seven at halftime. They walking in that locker room, their heads is between their legs. They sitting there. You could hear a you could hear an ant crawling on the ground in the locker room. You've been there when it's I, going I under, bad. I understand. Opposed that. to we stopped them on fourth yeah. down. Okay, we got a little bit of hope. But in the second half, but the, in the second half, the Niners the get the ball. Yeah. They drive down the field. The defense holds them to three. Yeah. It's a 14-point lead. Yeah, take the three. Jared Goff gets the ball, drives straight back down the Niners' throw. It's six minutes and 50 seconds left in the third quarter. And you kick the field goal and go up three. Instead, the even Niners though Josh Mendel should have caught it. The Niners have to score three times. Yeah. That's not enough time. No, it's not. Like, they're going to run out of time. Right, and it's not yeah. even saying that after. But you not only off, that, they though. But not, not only that. Not only that, you flip the field. Exactly. You flip the field and you the, the field goal, You kick the field goal. You momentum. You demoralize them. You flip the field because you kick off. Yep. You back them up at twenty. They on the 20. Instead of giving them the ball, whatever it was, the forty with some the yard mo- line with the momentum. With the momentum. He lost that's that it. football no, game he for his no, team, he did, man. For sure. And that's why I'm not cool with him getting up there saying that because you lost this for us, coach. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. don't get up there and you're the reason why we lost, saying we might not never get but back But the here. thing is, is he was thinking like, in my opinion, he was thinking like a player, not like a coach. Because as players, we want to go for it. No doubt. We want to we go never, for we it. We ain't never turned out. Yeah, we ain't going to, man, take the three, yeah. man. What you mean? Yeah. I can make this catch. I can get yeah. it on fourth and two. I can, I can get this run. That's how the, we think. It's the coach's and job he to was protect thinking, us from our sins. Exactly. He was thinking like a player instead yeah. of like a coach. Yeah, he, but not only that, on both of them. Yeah, on both of them. Like, tie the game, bro. Like, let your demons go play. They might get you the ball back, and all you need to go down there to do is win is get three. Yep. Like, tie the game. It was just like his stupid decision makings, man, lost the game and lost the chance for Jared Goff and them boys to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, taking it to social media, CJ Gardner Johnson waving goodbye to the Niners fan in the second quarter, aged hey. like milk. <laughs> Devo weighed in on Twitter saying, quote, somebody go check in on Lil, bruh. <laughs> Have you guys ever celebrated too early in a game like this in your career when you thought it was over and it's done with? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it. Yes, 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 yes. I don't necessarily know that I was waving to the fans because we were at home, but I was talking shit. Yeah. You know, I, I just figured it was over. We played Indianapolis on a Monday night. I'm in Tampa, and this was in, I feel like it was in 2003. No, yeah, uh, 2003, I think it was. It was 2003, 2003, 2002, something like that. And we're playing Indy, and we're up. I think the score, man, we might have been up by like, I feel like we was up by 24 points yeah. with like about seven minutes to go in the game. Sheesh. Yeah, we got to check that, though. Something like that. So, so James, so now I'm talking mess during the game. So I leave Mm -hmm. the field. I got a thigh contusion. I leave the field. Like I said, about seven minutes to go in the game. I'm walking in. I done got in the shower. I'm iced. The trainer said, boom, boom, boom. I'm iced. I'm cool. They come running back in saying... (laughs) Yo, coach wants you to get back out there. I said, I'm, what, what, are you, I'm yeah, fully, what you talking about? I'm iced up. It's over. Yeah. I'm looking at the 
Now I go into the locker room and I'm looking at the TV. I'm like, they you got to be kidding me right now. They coming back. 20, 21 points with four minutes to go. In the game. In the game. It lost. Gosh, Lee. It lost. That's crazy. Crazy. That mean they got onside kicks and all that. Man, they did. I don't yeah. know what it was, James. I'm telling you. When I walked in there, I'm like, oh, it's over. Yeah. And I looked up. And I was like, That's how this happened? That's crazy. Yeah, it got it was it was pretty yeah. wild. See, I ain't never been talking to the fans and all that, but I definitely talked, we talked amongst teammates on the yeah, side. Yeah. It's here over, bro. And then next thing you know, you looking in the huddle at each other, like, bro, we gotta score. <laughs> you know what I mean? Did the pressure on you, man? So hey, it, it came back to big guard, uh, my man Johnson, man. But hey, it happens. But I, like but that, I have also been Debo Samuel. Yeah. I've been that guy yeah. where we losing and, and the DB popping. Yeah. And I'll tell him, I say, you're going to be on Sports Center tonight yeah, before yeah. it's over. We, 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 we going to We're going to get you. Yeah. I remember we was in Seattle. We was playing the Seahawks and I was in Dallas and the dudes was popping. Yeah. Oh, man, they was popping. And yeah. I told him, I said, man, that's okay. <laughs> I'm eventually going to get you. That's I'm going to hurt y'all. Y'all going to feel it. That's it. No and and true it. enough, yeah. got him, clipped him. Yeah, Debo, Debo, Debo know that they, they, they snuck out of there with one. Hey, man, thanks for Not joining problem, me. Man. I really appreciate, appreciate this. Absolutely. Appreciate y'all Really me, appreciate man. you, James, yes, for joining me on another episode of All Facts and No Breaks. So next up is a segment we like to call Two Keys in a Pod, or if he would like to call it the nepotism segment, <laughs> a little father-son moment. Um, you know, the Super Bowl is coming up. Um, I don't really remember too much. I was like four or five years old when he won, but I remember going to San Diego in 2003, you know, you getting me from the from the um, the seats and just getting me. But I don't remember too much about the Super Bowl. So just wanted you to walk us through, like, the preparation of leading to the Super Bowl. Like, if it's if it's stressful with family, everyone coming in. Like, you're from California, so the fact that being in San Diego, there's a lot of people coming that you know. Is it nerve-wracking? I don't know. Stuff like that. No, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, because we were in Philadelphia. We We... Beat the Eagles. And that was a thing too, right? You guys Yeah, couldn't... we couldn't we couldn't beat the Eagles. We couldn't play in temperatures. I think at the time was below 40. Anything, anything in the 40s or something like that, we would lose all the time. We played the Eagles earlier in the season. We lost to them in the regular season. And one of the things Derek Brooks said as we were leaving the field, he kept telling Troy Vincent and everybody, we'll see y'all again. We're gonna be back. And then we caught him in the NFC championship game, smacked them up, slapped them up, celebrated, enjoyed it. Talk shit to uh, the Fox crew because Fox was covering the game. Terry, Bra I had a Terry Bradshaw throwback jersey on for Mitchell and Ness. Went in the locker room, put our throwback jerseys on, came back out, you know, cloud and having fun. Yeah. Uh, then after that, we fly home to Tampa. I think I feel like we had about eight hours to pack our stuff to get ready to head to San Diego. But like you said, I had, I had to get. Man, I had to get a hundred and some odd tickets. Yeah, I remember everyone came. Yeah, I had to get a hundred and some tickets. So what I was doing is a lot of the dudes that didn't play, like on the practice squad and stuff like that. So I was, I, I thought everybody, I was smart. I brought a bag of cash, a crazy amount of money, to Philadelphia. Like a bag, like it was, I don't know, I bought a couple hundred thousand dollars or something <laughs> like that. It, on the plane on our way back, 
everybody was trying to assemble tickets from the players. So I had the money. You already had it. You I had the ready, money. Ready so go. you know how the cash flow is. It's like this is before cash out. I got well. I got I got the money right here. So everybody negotiating. You know, you got Brian Kelly negotiating. Everybody trying to negotiate to buy people's tickets from them. All right. But I had the money. Yeah, you were ready. And I was ready to go. <laughs> and I'm like, well, man, if you, you know, I'm like, <laughs> I'll say if you get down on the ground and all of a sudden the ticket prices shift on you, you're going, I got this money. I got these two Gs for you right now. I got, I got four Gs, five, I don't know what the number was, but I'm like, I got it for you right now. And everybody like, oh, man, we want to wait. Let's wait till we get. I said, I'm telling you, the ticket prices. So I wind up getting all the tickets, boom, whatever. How much were they? Like, what Man, were the tickets, I think I was, I think, I feel like I was paying like $2,000 a seat. See, that's a discount now. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, it was like about $2,000 a seat. Yeah. But I was buying them from a lot of guys on the practice squad. Right. So they need so They're like, yeah, right I now. need that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, we're good. I'm like, here we go. So I get all the tickets for mommy, for everybody. You know, then I had a bunch of extras that I could flip to to the ticket brokers. That was like the the big thing back then is the Super Bowl, the tickets, getting Super Bowl tickets, keeping some and selling some. So I was able to do all that. I got extra tickets from the Glazer family, which they were very, very gracious to me. They gave me like a bunch of seats. So it was like a celebration. Right. Then um, we didn't have this two weeks in between. It, we went right from the NFC Championship game directly into Super Bowl preparation. So you had a six, seven days to prepare. Yeah, like yeah, like about six days to prepare. We didn't really have a curfew. I oh, mean, because wow. we all knew what to do as, as we was here for business. I didn't go out not one time in San Diego. I went to eat once with Jerry Rice and them um, and some other teammates later on. But other than that, I was chill. So the night, I'm trying to think. And then I would drive up to Orange County. On my days off, not my days off, but my time off, once I was done with my obligations, I would just drive up to Orange County and chill and hang Relax, out in Orange County yeah. just to get away from all the, the hype of the Super Bowl. And then we just basically took care of business, went out there and wrapped them up, and that was it. But you guys weren't too nervous or anything, right? Because, no, I mean, the we, coach, I mean, coach Gruden was the coach the year before. Like, he the, knew the Gannon. Was it, were you guys going in like, oh, we're just, we're winning. Like, it's cool. No, nah, you don't, you don't never go into yeah, a game really like, like that. like that, but. I was nervous. Every day, stressed, because what I didn't want to do was be the guy that cost us the Super Bowl. Right. Didn't want to be the guy that dropped the ball on a key situation. I, I just didn't, didn't want to do that. That was a no-no. The night before the game, I didn't sleep at all the night before the game. Not No sleep, zero. I uh, watched the Australian Open the night before the game. And then I sat in the hallways talking to the security because the security was on our floor. Our security's on our floor. So I just sat outside and was talking to them or whatever. And then when it was time to get on the bus to go, that next day, I got on the bus the next day. Now, I paid for it four days later because I was tired as hell. Once we won the Super Bowl, I, once we won the Super Bowl, me and Brad went on Jay Leno. And then I, because I didn't even, I didn't even uh, celebrate. Me and Brad didn't celebrate with the team at the stadium. You know, they got the whole big thing when the teams get back. We was in L.A. on Jay Leno show. So that was your show. You went back to L.A. And then went back to L.A., celebrate? do yeah. Jay Leno. Then we flew back to Tampa for the ticket tape parade. That was yeah. kind of the whole situation. And then you, uh, you and Maya flew back with me. Um, 
Yeah, you and Maya flew back with me, and then somebody else flew back with you. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's cool, man. Like That wraps up today. I appreciate my guy, James Jones, for joining me on this show. Don't forget to subscribe and follow All Facts Podcast on social media. Until then, it's Keyshawn Johnson. Peace. Peace.